Hey guys, so I'm here in the Victoria Warehouse in Manchester because I've been invited down to interview the awesome Matt McJunkins, who's bass player for a slew of awesome bands, the Eagles of Death Metal, Ashes Divide. He's here tonight with a perfect circle, and we're going to be talking about how he got into the bass, his experience at Musicians Institute when he was there as a student, how he got the gigs with all them awesome bands, his gear, and a ton of other stuff as well. So, without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hey guys, so I'm here with the amazing Matt McJunkins, who has been cool enough to, amazing Matt, has been cool enough to come and hang out with us here in Manchester. He's on tour with A Perfect Circle, but you've obviously done Ashes Divide, true story, Ashes Divide, Eagles of Death Metal, mm-hmm. you've got your own project that we're going to talk about later called The yeah. Beta Machine, but true before story. you even got into any of this, how did you even find the bass? Was it always the bass? The bass, like, oh shit. Was the so, bass like a second choice? So Were you uh, like a guitar player to start with? No, oh, I wasn't, yeah. uh, I wasn't uh, a failed guitar player. Um, I am, I am. Turning I can joke it. about it, you see, but I was. Well, but I, yeah. but I, I could have. Well, now I'm a, a, a shitty guitar player who started on bass and tries to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> I started on drums. Um, my older brother, Eric, plays drums. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, I don't know, I just always had music around. Were your parents musical or not? Uh, my parents didn't play music, but uh, I had an uncle who was playing drums. I think that's where my brother started, sort of messing around with his drums in the yeah. garage and stuff, and, uh, or in the machine shop, actually. Anyway, um, so yeah, so he, he kind of got a taste for it, and then at some point he just... I don't know, he just started getting into playing drums yeah. in school, like in middle school maybe. And uh, so anyway, he, he was playing drum, you know, like all the, all the band stuff. So like marching band and yeah, yeah, you know, wind yeah. ensemble, all the symphonic, you know, orchestral uh, band stuff, as well as all the marching uh, stuff. And so, I don't know, I was just, I was kind of around it a lot through him. Yeah. I think it was like maybe my... I don't know, like around 10 years old or something. I got like a drum pad, some sticks. Yeah. So he was day. playing, they would just, he was just like, yeah, give me something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that's fine. Why and not? did you do the marching band and all that as well? Yeah. So, so yeah, I got into that. Um, obviously, I was able to get lessons from him. Our buddy, Andy Fraga, is um, an amazing drummer out in Palm Springs. So I grew up in Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So just in Florida. Uh, there is a Palm Springs, Florida. <laughs> My Palm Springs, terrible. Cal- Palm California. Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please don't ask me any geographical questions about anything in the UK or Europe because I will fail miserably. So no harm. There, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. So, so, just grew up playing drums for a few. Well, all through high school, you know, all through middle school, high school, and stuff. Yeah. But um, at one point, he got a drum set for his birthday or for Christmas or something. And, um, oh yeah, because you were marching by, so you didn't have drum kit. Yeah, 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 we kit. didn't have a kit, we just played yeah, in school Your parents were just like, like, dream you on could dreamers. Borrow, <laughs> yeah, you, would, you could like take home, like whatever your instrument was for marching band, you could like take home to practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck man, it's so loud. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll just murder everyone's ears with those things. Um, so yeah, I started off on like uh, bass drum and moved up to quads and then yeah. quince. Anyway, um, so around 13, he, he got a kit, like maybe a few, I think he got a kit for Christmas. And so what happened was we started, um, you know, he would, we found a space where he could like set up the drums. It was like a buddy's auto mechanic shop, like right, a body yeah. shop actually, yeah. auto body shop. And so we would go there, like after the shop would close for the day, he could go and practice for however long. And so, you know, like, my mom would drop both of us off because like what else was I going to do? I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll go. It sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll play drums. But really it's, you know, it'd be just like him playing drums and me bored as fuck. You're just like just sitting, sitting there, there watching. He, and then he would like show me, well, I was like trying to learn too just by watching him and then he yeah. would like show me some stuff and like I would try to get through a song or two. Yeah. No clue what I was doing just to get the coordination down. Yeah. 
And it was just kind of like, it was kind of frustrating. Were you, know? you into it at the time? I was. You were I super was. into it. Yeah. I was. I was, oddly, I was more into the band stuff than I was into playing drum set. Because I, right. just, I just didn't get very far along. Because I, I just didn't get to practice that much. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like, while the two of us were there, for maybe five, ten minutes at a time, over the course of like, you know, a couple hours or something. So it was yeah. just really boring. Before, you know, smartphones or anything, we just sit there. It sucked. <laughs> Spanish. So yeah, so um, so my older brother Danny recommended. He's like, "Well, why don't you play something else so you guys can play together?" I was just like, "Oh yeah." It seems so obvious, yeah. but I don't know. I, I just I really hadn't dawned on me, and I, and I had no. I don't know. Like ever since a kid, I never like. I, I was always into music. Maybe I would like daydream about doing that, but it, it was very vague. There was no like. Well, I was going to ask you. I was like, there was no. Uh, has it always been music? No. Like yeah, school, I mean, like, yeah, maybe when I was a little kid, I had, like, weird things of being an artist or something. But I was never, I never really got, I was never good at it at all. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, be a writer or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. things that I enjoyed doing but wasn't necessarily good at. Um, but the music thing, it never felt, like even, like, practicing a ton, it never felt like work. Yeah. It never felt like I never got bored of it. Or, or even if it was physically exhausting, it still... I don't know. Some yeah, people yeah. feel that way about working out. I don't. Yeah, me neither. But doing music, if it's musically related and I'm getting it, I'm like, okay. Like, I fucking march up and down this <laughs> yeah. thing. If I'm playing something, if I'm just running, it's fucking boring. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so, and that was kind of bringing back to the uh, guitar versus bass thing. Yeah. That was, that was the thing. I was like, well, which one's... Yeah. It wasn't about which one's easier. It was just which one can I pick up, learn, and start playing songs. Faster. Like, can, which one can I learn songs and yeah. just play in a band or some kind of rhythm section with my brother? And, and they were all, oh, bass. Yeah, like bass, will, it'll probably be quicker. So, yeah. All right. And that was it. And how old were you? How old were you? 13. 13, yeah. 13th birthday. And uh, we're just talking about Billy Sheehan. My first... Uh, so I, I got a lesson from like a friend of my brother's who's like a guitar player who played bass a little bit, kind of just showed me a few, like how to tune the fucking thing. Which, hey, it sounds <laughs> yeah. stupid, but at the These time you're like, how the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. I think I had it tuned so that just all the all the tuning pegs were like parallel. Like I'm yeah, like, I'm it like, looks well, cool it looks like right. This. Yeah, it looks <laughs> right. I'm like, ooh, it doesn't sound very good. Um, I mean, that's literally the first time I tried before to the internet man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Knew, I can't yeah. Google shit yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah anyway uh, yeah it was a PV Milestone 2 that nice. was my first space Musicians Outlet Palm Springs and um, yeah so after that lesson you know uh, actually that same place so after that one lesson I, you know, I picked up some like Guitar World magazines stuff like that yeah. started picking up Tab and trying to learn some songs and then, um, but my first sort of instructor was this Billy Sheen video. Uh, oh, Billy really? Sheen the on one? bass. Yeah. The pink, with the pink bass, the, the Yamaha BB bass. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, which, which obviously was way over my head because he's just shredding and like all his tapping technique. <laughs> way over my head still to this day, you know. But uh, there, was, there was also this fundamental stuff and just talking about approaching things a certain yeah. way or kind of how he got into it and all that, um, I found really helpful. And that was it. I didn't have any other bass lessons or any teacher. Um, I still played drums at the same time all throughout high school, but I started getting into bass. And so I was doing both, and it just kind of came to be that there just weren't a lot of bassists in yeah. town, yeah. Um, especially when you're at the age of 13. You know, yeah. like high school... Middle school, high school, there's just not a lot of people yeah. doing that, at least at the time. And uh, so, yeah, like I found myself even like in middle school playing in like the high school jazz band because no one else knew yeah. how to fucking play bass. Yeah, it's a great, that's, I was that's, like, cool. I'm like kind of thrown into the fire a little bit, like having to read charts and stuff. I was just like, yeah, had no idea what I was doing, um, but I was kind of forced to learn. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of kept going from there. Like, joining people's bands and stuff. What kind of stuff were you playing? It, well, the, so there was like the jazz bands. You're so was it, like, yeah, was whatever. it anything that got thrown at you? It wasn't even like real jazz though. It's like, you know, like 
I don't, I don't even know. More like swing band. I was say it'd be like big band, swing band. Yeah, well. but yeah, not yeah. nothing crazy. You yeah. Know? So luckily, I could get by. Oh, and like playing like in the musicals. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we're doing like Sound of Music and Oliver and stuff yeah. like that. So playing in the pit orchestra, which is which is hard. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Because you got to read. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I and I had was reading um, drums and percussion music, uh, but had never really had to read uh, notation. Yeah. You know, like. Not pitch, at least. Yeah. So that was like a whole other world. I'm like, oh, I actually have to pay attention to the keys, the key signature, and like all the shit. shit. Yeah, I like, oh, it's like, you know, fucking snare drums, one line, like, got it, you know? Which was great, though, because you focus on the rhythm yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah. and then um, get into the, the uh, pitch, the harmony. Yeah, yeah afterwards, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so then it yeah, just kind of led on to playing him. With my brother, we were playing more like metal, hard, like hard rock, metal, a lot of progressive stuff. I was super in a rush at the time. I still love Rush, obviously, but like, was really like just getting into yeah. that for the first time. So it was yeah. just like, you know, yes and stuff like that. But um, we definitely attempted many a Rush song. I had like this book with just a bunch, like sort of a compilation of yeah. a bunch of Rush songs. Um, the music and the, the tab and stuff yeah, like that. And, yeah. you know, that, and yeah. uh, I think the first song I learned was Sweet Child of Mine, maybe. Yeah, wicked. It's like the first bass line. Which, man, learning that song note for note was huge because there's all these connecting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like all the fills, like every exact note I learned, yeah. note for note. Well, at least according to the transcription, yeah, whether yeah, or not yeah, it's yeah, exact yeah. or not. But uh, yeah. I made it a point to get really nerdy about it that like carry on wayward son yeah 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 um, which I mean it took fucking forever to really I won't say I nailed it but I at least knew the yeah, I knew you, how it was supposed you, to you go you knew how it was supposed <laughs> yeah. to go yeah Were you like uh, super into it to the point where you were like thinking, oh, this is what I'm going to do after school at this point? Around, I think around the age of 17, I, I, I got into it. I started looking at uh, going to... I suppose to, you get when you're 17, it's like your parents like, are like... We're going to figure well, this shit out, yeah. <laughs> yeah what are you going to um, do for the rest of your life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly, but it just kind of seemed like a no-brainer. I, I wasn't good. Still, I'm not good at anything else. But I also didn't really enjoy, like, I, I, I love playing sports, but never never in school, just for fun, yeah. you know? Like, it was never part of, like, an organized school team, yeah. you know? Just all the band shit, total band nerds, so... I just didn't have, really have time to do both, too. It was, like, yeah, it was yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I did... Um, all, all, the, all the school stuff up until about 17... And that's when I kind of knew. I didn't even take my tests to get in the call, like SATs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even take them. <laughs> and people are like, like my guidance counselor, I don't, you guys must have something like that. Like yeah, you get kinda, to the end of the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the do? person who's kind of like, they're, like they're assigned to yeah. so many students and they kind of, yeah. they kind of help you like decide what you're going to do after college, essentially. Try to keep your grades up and yeah. whatever. And of course it reflects good on them and whatever. Yeah. And and she was so pissed because she's like, okay, so SATs are coming. I'm like, cool. I don't, I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna go to this music school. I don't need to do. I don't need to do this to get in there. Yeah. I just need to do like a sort of an audition yeah. tape thing and fill out a bunch of papers. And that's it. And she's like, well, as a backup plan. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm good. I, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I just, I don't know. I just kind of put all my eggs in that basket which was, was not was very smart to be honest well, but uh, <laughs> i don't know i just all didn't know good. what else to do like it's it's like getting a tattoo you know or something it's just like if you can't make up your mind about it then it's probably not for you yeah but if you know absolutely that that's what you're gonna do you might as well try yeah. to make it happen yeah i was like i have supportive p- parents and stuff so like there was no so well, they weren't like, yeah, second guessing your own. Yeah, I they were just like, uh, I was Go lucky because I think that's pretty hard. That's pretty rare. I yeah. think not a lot of people's parents are like, oh, cool. So you want to just be? You decided at seventeen that you're just going to be a musician. Cool, great. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it usually isn't the case. Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> Uh, do it, whatever you do. Where did you go? Was it Musicians, Musicians Institute? Institute. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was uh, in LA, right? Yeah. Was in, that when you moved to LA? Yep. Yeah. So I moved there 
2002, uh, like Labor Day weekend, September. Um, yeah, 2002, and then 18, month. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Were you 18? I was. Yes, I was 18. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like now, now maybe like a, night. Because I'm a no, dad. Actually, I, I waited a, a year, so I think I was. Yeah, I was maybe 18 or 19. Yeah, because I'm a dad now, and I've, I've got a sort of like nephew, a nephew that's just turned 18. I'm just imagining sort of like sending an 18 year off to another city. I sure, go, man, yeah. it's scary. It feels weird, but yeah. it was, I don't know, I, I, I did okay. And uh, for me, it wasn't that far. It was only a couple hours from home, uh, too. You know? Yeah. So it's only fun. a couple Mom. hours from Yeah, yeah, things are really <laughs> fucked. Yeah, somewhere really I mean, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent all my money. Um, on whatever but um, yeah it was so yeah it was it was a little bit of like yeah. okay I'm not going to be that far yeah. if things crash and burn I could still it's move fine. back home yeah. and, and that was that was definitely I certainly didn't want that to happen it was an option certainly came close if you, you know <laughs> it's hard to make a living as a musician yeah like what was that experience like when you went to like Musicians Institute what was that first week like when you mm. got there like looking around all the other guys and the girls like First week, I don't, I mean, it, it was cool. It, it's a, it was, I guess, in a way, like going to, um, well, obviously very different from going to a university or something, but yeah. um, it was, is very diverse culturally. So it was meeting a lot of people from different countries for the first time, yeah. you know? And that was, that was really exciting, really cool. Just all these accents and like, yeah. just, but, but everyone's there for the same thing. So you're like instantly, and, and you instantly kind of bonded with people yeah. um, who were taking it seriously and super into it. And uh, in the bass class, I, I'm not sure how, obviously the school has grown since then, always, you know, will be, it'll continue to be, I'm sure. But the bass class was quite, there wasn't a lot of people. There, wasn't a lot, there weren't a lot of students, yeah. you know, and uh, you kind of started off with fairly large amount of people, then people kind of Maybe they just said it's not for them or whatever. They yeah. move back home or whatever the thing is. Um, so by the end of it, it was like a really small class, which was awesome because then you really do get to become <laughs> yeah, good friends yeah, with yeah. people. And also you just have a lot more one-on-one -on -one time Contact, with your yeah. teachers and stuff. Yeah. Um, Who was teaching there when you were there? Oh, man. Uh, Maurice Philippe, who is now the base department head. Yeah. He was, he was one of our teachers. Um, was always really helpful and really supportive. Like the guy, like, yeah, I think he even saw me, like the way I put on my strings. He was like, "Dude, what are you doing? That is not like I had them like wrapped the wrong way, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. where, you know, yeah, um, stuff like that, you know, or like, you know, if something's fucked up with the pickups or the electronics, he'd be yeah. like." Leave, just come by my office, leave your base, <laughs> and he would bring it back the yeah, next day. Yeah. He'd like fix it. Like, yeah. Fuck, man, it's cool. You yeah. know, really cool teachers. Um, Brian Allen was yeah, my yeah, yeah, private yeah. teacher yeah. for a while. Do you know Brian? Yeah, He's yeah, awesome, him, yeah. man. Fuck. And he 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 was uh, really inspiring to me. Um, one, he kicked my ass in those private lessons, but also, I remember seeing him play. Um, in the same week, I remember seeing, and this is kind of like what you're encouraged to do at that school, and it was it was kind of the thing I, I think I always wanted to do, where you're just playing a lot of different stuff. You know? yeah. just want to play one style your whole life or yeah. whatever, because uh, I enjoy too many things, you know? Um, enjoy a lot of different types of music. And Anyway, so just, I remember seeing, like on a Friday night, seeing him play with this like drop tune. He was playing guitar, actually, like, drop tune metal band where he's fucking throwing elbows yeah, and they're like yeah. running into each other. Like, Fuck yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And then like three days later, seeing him play like upright on a jazz gig with like a suit on, <laughs> but just killing it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just yeah. amazing, you yeah. know. And he was only like a few years older than me, I think, yeah. you know, or maybe four, I don't, I don't know, but, but he, he certainly seemed younger, but like he just knew his shit so well. Yeah. It made me feel like really like out of my depth. I'm like, you, when you kind of measure, not that you have to, but you kind of go like, oh, I'm gonna, I gotta try to be as good as him in I think like three happens. years. It naturally happens, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? You yeah, can't yeah. help it, do you? Yeah. yeah, which is cool, because it pushes you to become yeah. better at something. Were you playing lots of different styles of music when you were there? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. They really encourage you to like, um, kind of dip your feet in yeah. to lots of different ponds, you know? There's, so yeah, it was 
aside from your uh, sort of normal classes, um, there was also these live playing workshops, which are just like every, like say every week, Fridays at two is the metal one, and then yeah. Thursdays at four is the hip hop one, and then the jazz one, you know, so yeah. all over the place stylistically. So you could just hop in and, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of them have like songs that you have to sort of learn ahead of time, and then you just, you know, every instrument just shows up and like, what's your slot? Oh, 215, cool. Guess we're all playing for whom the bell tolls together or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, every, you know, uh, every run through of the song is just a different band yeah. of people you just get thrown in with different people it teaches you a lot of things it, it's a lot of like real world shit um not completely because you know obviously there's there's a lot of other things that go wrong when you're playing a <laughs> proper show yeah yeah but um but shit would go down you have a rig would fuck up or or um the thing that normally you, you, the biggest challenge, one learning the song and trying to nail it, but like, what if what if someone else fucks up? Yeah, what to what do if then? they're playing the wrong key? Yeah, or their the guitar string breaks, or the drummer knocks over a cymbal, or yeah. is playing the song completely wrong? What do you do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so just getting kind of thrown, the, but like in a lot of different styles too. Yeah, across it the was, board in terms of genre. Yeah, it was fun. There was one. I don't know if they still do. It's called the Real World live playing workshop. I don't know if that's still there, but um, the teacher at the time, sadly, has passed away since Roger Byrne. But um, man, he was, a, he was hard on you, you know? Like, yeah. But the class, that was the whole point of the class. Is, yeah. So he showed up and like, okay, who wants to play, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, cool. You just go up there like, here's the chart for the song you're playing. I'll give you about a minute to look it over. Yeah. And like, okay, go. Singers, backup singers, drummer, keyboards, bass, guitar. No one knew what song you were going to play until that moment. You get the chart. So it was a sight reading, obviously, tough sight reading exercise. But also, it was all about those things, like the mistakes and like. You know, if if someone fucks up, what what do you do? Do you how do you try to cover for? I mean, because anything could go wrong. So like. A lot of the class would just be like, you'd play, someone would fuck up or just have a meltdown and he'd be like, okay, stop. And he would just go off on them. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't like the fuck, you know, it wasn't like whiplash yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. like, it got a little intense sometimes. Yeah. He'd, he'd make people cry for yeah. sure. Um, uh, anyway. When you were in the Musicians Institute, did you have any, like in terms of your career, were you thinking, were you like forward thinking like that? Like, what do I want to be? Obviously I'm a bass player, do I want to write songs? Do I want to be in a band? Do I want to go and do, I don't know, bass playing on film scores or whatever? Yeah. Were you kind of trying to scope that out as you were going through school? Um, I, I, I didn't put a lot of thought into it at the time or before, I just, I just, uh, I just knew that I wanted to be involved in music somehow. Yeah. And bass was the thing that I just sort of gravitated towards. Because um, at a certain, you know, after a few years of playing bass, it just became more of the thing I was doing. Yeah. Took over drums, you know, and, I, yeah. and drums kind of fell by the wayside. I kind of lost, lost my chops, as you do, you know, play for a while. Um, so yeah, bass was like, oh, like, oh, well, I want to do music and this is kind of my ticket. Yeah. This is the, you know, uh, somehow. So I wasn't sure if I... You know, writing songs as a bassist could be a little tricky, especially like in a, you know, it's not like the the lead melodic instrument yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, so it could be a little hard. Yeah. Or even like the chord changes is like not necessarily led by the bass or yeah. defined by the bass. Yeah. Well, it certainly can be, but, uh, but I, you know, honestly at the time I didn't think about any of that. I just uh, kind of threw myself into it. Yeah. I wanted to just somehow make a living playing music. That was, that was really the yeah. end goal, at least at the time. And were you in bands while you were in school as well? Yeah. Like original bands? Yes, yeah. yep. Yeah. Just uh, ended up, you know, yeah, you just walk down the hall, because there's obviously a lot of practice rooms and stuff, and after your normal classes are over, people are rehearsing for a performance, or they're just jamming and yeah. fucking around or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I would, 
you know, you're just like, all right, you're gonna go home and like walk around like, oh, I hear this like band playing this fucking heavy. What's going on in there? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go in there. I'm like, oh, they don't have a bass. You guys need a bass player? Yes. I'm there. I'm in the band. <laughs> yeah. um, or at least by the end of like the day, you're like, yeah. all right, cool. Let's just do this and yeah, yeah, play shows and stuff. Um, yeah, I was in a couple bands there, but I mean, most of the time you're playing covers and stuff like that. I wasn't yeah. really deeply into songwriting at school or yeah. anything. Uh, and did you finish? Yeah. Well, I I did. I did like the three. I don't know how it's divided now, but at the time there was like a three level program. Yeah. Um, so I didn't full on and get like a degree in music. You know, I didn't take like any of my prerequisite classes, like your mm-hmm. general gen eds, uh, or any you know anything outside of just the music classes. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, but I did finish that. I, I, I don't even know what the certificate's called. You know, yeah. whatever. You got a bit of paper. <laughs> yeah, I got a bit of paper, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, I, w- I went through the whole thing that I set out. To and would do. you, uh, and for like somebody, like a kid your age, not over your age now, but like your age then, would you recommend that they go through that? Was it a great experience? It's, man, you know what, I think that just depends on the person. I really, you know, it's like, it's like recommending a film to someone. It's like, yeah. unless you know them really well, you can't really say whether or not yeah. they're going to like it. It worked, it worked really well for me, and I definitely have a lot of friends from there who found work and stuff, um, continued on. But there's obviously a lot of people who didn't, you know? Um, Of course, like, moving to a new town to pursue a career, obviously going to L.A., there's a lot of opportunities there. There's a lot of of bands, a lot of artists, Mm -hmm. a lot of studios, you know, producers, you know, all the labels are there, all the, are, you know, at least in the States, that's like the most condensed city for yeah. music yeah. career choices. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it, too, just being there. You know, I mean, that was part of when I got out of there, um, like a, right around the time, right before I finished, um, Barry Squire, um, he started teaching there and like doing like a, a class where you can kind of go and like get advice on just like kind of like what you just asked me like career and music basically. yeah, yeah. Like how, what am I going to do now how the fuck yeah like how do I become a touring like who do yeah. I and, he, and you know and outside of the school he has a service where he um, puts people together puts people in contact with other musicians oh okay got you yeah, yeah. so um, so like if you know if you're trying to put a band together he's like one of the main guys you call he's just like cool what are you looking for Cool. I'll, there's I've got 20 list. people or yeah, yeah, way yeah. more. You it's know? valid though, isn't it? Like I can remember, like I, I didn't go to music school, but yeah. a ton of my friends went to music school. So many of them came out and just were like, oh, what, what do, do I do now? now? What do we yeah. do now? What did you do? Did you have that moment where you were just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. crap. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, I definitely floated around a bit, uh, but just all in LA, you know, yeah. moving around in LA. And yeah, just trying to make ends meet, like just playing whatever. Lots of lots of time on Craigslist. Yeah, looking for gigs. Um, at the time, there was. I think that's really valuable for to people to hear that though, because oh yeah, I mean they're looking at you now and they're like, you, he's yeah. been in like all of these amazing <laughs> huge bands. Like, how did yeah. that happen? Obviously, yeah, there was a time where you were just like hustling, yeah. Yeah, just hustling, like trying to pay rent and shit. Yeah. Definitely like sell gear to pay rent sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah you just I don't know, but I. I uh, I never, I don't know, just, that was all I knew how to do. So it's like, I'm going to fucking make this work somehow. But it, but it was fun. I mean, it was obviously, I mean, it is work. It's, it's hard work sometimes, but it's still, you're still at the end of the day playing music for a living. So even when, you know, I was like driving around the city, stuck in traffic, going to play some fucking shitty gig (laughs) for two people, you know, on like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, no one's there except for like the singer's girlfriend or the, yeah, the bartender yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, oh, cool. It's like a paid rehearsal. Great. You know, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. There's, yeah. there's always something to learn from any experience. Like how, how much of the like social scene paid a part in or played a part in you, you know, ending up in all of those, in all of the awesome bands you've been in. Obviously, were you like reclusing away, or were you getting out there and meeting people and going? Definitely to, wasn't you know. the getting out. And I know that's like that's a thing. I know people approach that, and I I remember being told that you know it's like yeah yeah I know do the hang as, as some people say, uh, and that's true. You know, like I it's valid 
because it, it, I, I know some of the, there's like jams throughout LA where like you can't just show up and play. Like you gotta, you know, hang, you know, hang out, meet people, and like maybe the first time you go there, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? But if you're cool and you, can, yeah, yeah. you like get along with whoever else is in the band, and they're like, all right, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, you know? Like the lucky strike and shit like that, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I haven't done that one, but... Um, Similar vibe, though, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so I don't know. My, for me, it was, it, was, it was through just playing with a bunch of people, making friends that way, and then, like, yeah. friends of friends through connecting and then dots with those bands. But, sort of like, but yeah. ending up in, in, you know, like, that playing with Billy and stuff... That was through. That was through playing with, doing like the audition thing, like Barry Squire thing. Oh really? He, so you want, you want Barry's like, list? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ashes Divide thing yeah. was was one of those auditions. Because Ashes Divide was that first, was that the first huge band that you played? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, I certainly auditioned for some others, um, and it's great because it's like it's like any other thing. It's like you just you learn from yeah. it you know even if even if it goes horribly wrong yeah can we talk about the audition procedure oh, like here we what, go. Should, yeah, what yeah. do people like, what should stories? people expect <laughs> yeah, yeah give me a horror story actually yeah, like, man what, i'd have to really dig back what should people expect when they go for an audition like that mm. like you turn up and there's like five of the bass players and you're like staring at each other and you do a or there's like quick arm wrestle yeah, before yeah, you go yeah, in that's yeah take you down who's in the stronger forearms <laughs> who's got the best slap chops <laughs> no Actually, they're like, oh, cool, you're really in a slap? Get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> yeah. we need you to go. Boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah, it it's, just depends on the band or the artist or whatever. Sometimes you're not even auditioning for or with them, you know? It might be like on video, yeah. like this. <laughs> um, you know, and then they, then they send the fucking whatever hundred videos to the band, and they, they all, yeah, yeah, okay, that one. Yeah. And then you do it again with them or with the manager or something, you know, or someone from the label or PR or whatever. Yeah. A lot of times it's the times are all fucked. It's like, hey, yeah. can you be there at two p.m. and then like you might be waiting around all day. For hours. Yeah. Usually, and and usually you don't get um, songs. Maybe you'll get the songs in advance, like the day before. Yeah. A couple that's always last minute for some reason, which maybe that's on purpose. It's like yeah, it keeps test. people on the toes. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like okay, out of these twenty po- people, who can do this yeah. this really quick? Or and is it sometimes twenty people? Do you see the other, the other guys? Sometimes it's way up? more. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's usually like uh, I mean, sometimes it's just a couple people, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but if they don't really know, sometimes people just don't know what they what they're looking for or they yeah. don't know who's going to gel but like yeah. you're saying the social part of it that does come into play certainly in that regard because you have to get along with people you know if you're going to yeah. sit in a van or a bus or a plane or whatever you know for hours days weeks months years yeah. whatever it is uh, you have to get along with people and you have to be Maybe chill you feel like super work. Loud yeah and yeah like- <laughs> yeah well, let's you know or you know ego shit or like you know whatever if you have any you know substance yeah. issues or things like that yeah. like you know if you're it's like it's still a job at the yeah, end of the yeah, day yeah. so they want people that are gonna be cool and like easy to work with but not not a fucking problem or yeah, a drama yeah. queen no or issue, whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah um so yeah but definitely had ones where you know you show up and like whatever songs you spent you stayed up all night learning. They're like, yeah, fuck that. We're, We're not going to do that one. We're on a Beatles song. You're like, oh, <laughs> what? Uh, okay. One, two. Like, what's up? What are we doing? What Day the fuck? Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, if you, and maybe the person before you just happens to know that song really well, then you yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. But then, at least for me, it, I mean, it, this is a hindsight thing. Of I was going to say it's been a long time since you were in any of the, those situations. Yeah, but you, but you, but you. If it doesn't work out, I mean, if you're, um, if you can keep your focus on just trying to find something that you want to do, if those kinds of th- things don't work out, it's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. one you learned. It's kind of like relationship. It's like if you date a bunch <laughs> of people, and. Uh, none of those dates work out or whatever it's it sucks to go through it but at the end of it you still know 
like, okay, I know I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like you're you're kind of like refining your own. I don't know, just your own whatever works yeah, for you. Yeah, you're figuring it out for the process. Yeah. 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 Once so. you got in Ash's Divide, like, because that was really, as I said earlier, it was like a huge. Sure, were huge, sure. Were they, they were huge, weren't they, at the time? Um, the, I mean, it's definitely big, the first, yeah. the first like major label band that I've yeah. uh, been playing. And I was, I was already like a Perfect Circle fan. Yeah, I was. I was an a perfect circle fan. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky <laughs> yeah. linguistics study. There, do you say a perfect circle fan or an a perfect circle? A fan? perfect circle fan. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway. So so when I I got the call, it was something like that, like a day or two before. Yeah. It was really close close to Christmas too. Um, There's two songs and. Yeah. Anyway, it, but it was it was a lot of people. There was a yeah. lot of people, and it just so happened that when I got there, I had already met Jeff Friedel, um, like maybe a few months before. We just randomly met on a on a show. Like he was filling in for another drummer, yeah. and our, our mutual friend was like the MD for that particular gig, and uh, and he nailed it. And so next time I saw him, like, hey, dude, oh, what are you doing here? Like, All right, I'm just. Gonna, yeah, you're, you're gonna audition for. Oh fuck, Brad. Oh, so what time are you going yeah, in? Yeah, One yeah. fifteen. So am I. Holy shit! Like it was just a weird coincidence. Yeah. And um, yeah, so well, it was funny because the other thing we had done was musically very different. So like I think, I think he's, I think he had the same thing. But I remember going like, ah, is, does he play this kind of music? Like I just really? I've never yeah. seen him play like rock, yeah. like heavy rock stuff before. Then he. Nailed it. I was like, holy yeah. shit, this is rad. So you both got the gig? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then, you know, yeah, it was like, that was through the audition process. But, Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then you went on to, was it Eagles of Death Metal after Ashes Divide? Uh, yeah. So after the Ashes Divide tour in 2008, Billy recommended Jeff and I to play with Pussifer. Yeah. So you like played with Jeff all the way through. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> How weird is that? So yeah. boring. Um, <laughs> Please yeah. get into the drummer. <laughs> now we have our own band. And then bands, you've got your like, own band and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Boring. Uh, yeah. So so Billy recommended Jeff and I to Maynard for uh, Pussifer. Yeah. Um, there was sort of like a double rhythm section thing going yeah. on. It was cool. And that was like, actually playing in that band was like a good use of all those things I had learned from playing in all these r random situations, yeah. different styles, because that's kind of what that, especially at that time, we were doing like, you know, we would do a series, like whatever city we were in, we'd do like three shows, yeah. sometimes two, sometimes three shows. And that was the tour for like the first year or two maybe. Um, so you didn't really know like what night, like there was like a full, like country version of the whole show where we would just amazing. do like a hee-haw version <laughs> yeah. of like a Pussifer show, dress up and uh, do the whole thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I've done this before. I know yeah. how to, like it wasn't like, oh Bring fuck. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I know, cool. my country vibes. I know how to do this. I play in country yeah. bands, yeah. fine. Or whatever. So just approaching things and, and you know, if, if Maynard you know, throws out a musical reference, try approaching it like this. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I, I know what he means. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's not like the first time you're like, oh, what do I, hold on, I need an hour to practice this part. You're like, <laughs> that's when you're fucked, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You just gotta be able to kind of pick up on things and yeah. figure it out. to playing with Perfect Circle, yeah. like maybe the year after. What was it like when you got the Perfect Circle gig? Was that pretty weird? Yeah. Because obviously you were like a Perfect Circle fan. Yeah. Were yeah. you like, oh, this is cool. It was funny. <laughs> it was um, it was like a three-step process where um, Billy, or maybe, or maybe Billy and Maynard mentioned at some point playing with, Puss yeah, I think Maynard mentioned playing with Pussifer. He was like, yeah, so we're gonna do this APC sort of reunion type thing, mm -hmm. um, you know. And I think Jeff and I were gonna like, 
Moonlight or something at some point, you know, he's like, yeah, it'd be cool. Like, we're just going to have a bunch of different people. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like, as the dates got closer, like, oh, actually, we're going to do it like this. And, um, and then Billy was like, hey, Jordy can't do the, you know, Jordy can't do it. Can't, you want to? Okay, cool. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh yeah," and also Paz can't do it. So can you play on the the Meridianum night and the Thirteenth Step night and the I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. Um, so yeah, I was pretty obviously yeah. really excited about that. Um, it was crazy though because I had to learn all the songs, you know, all the everything, songs, yeah. and they're really complex as well. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know. They're, the song, some of the songs are deceptively tricky, yeah. you know, not and not necessarily super yeah, fast it's not and chops, crazy. It's just yeah, like yeah. the arrangements of but, them um, are really. But original. yeah, the arrangements are parts that just like maybe don't repeat all the time, and yeah. there'll just be one little or change repeat differently. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, exactly. Like well, the third time that happens, or the yeah. then on the next course, it's actually on the second time, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So it's kind of like remembering a very like you just. Rather than like, oh yeah, I know the verse of the course of the song. I got it. I'm done. It's not yeah, that, yeah. you know. Same thing goes for all the instruments, the vocals. And what everything. was your learning process before that? Jesus. Did you like sit down with a bunch of CDs or MP3s yeah, or whatever? Yeah, it was? I did. Yeah, all. And I mean, that's. I don't know how it, everyone approaches learn, getting ready for uh, uh, a gig or an audition or tour or whatever. Yeah. Everyone approaches those things differently when you have to learn a bunch of songs. Because yeah, I, I get asked. It's like cramming a, for a test. A and, like, how do you learn songs? How do you learn songs? Yeah. Like, how did you do it? I, um, I mean, there's no, there's no way around it. You just like, so yeah, I would start with the album versions. Um, and then, of course, there's some parts or maybe even entire songs where you're like, I, what the fuck is the bass part? I can't yeah. tell. Or maybe the way it's mixed is kind of hard. Is that bass or guitar? Because maybe they're in the same range. There's some songs that are like there's multiple bass parts going on at the same time. So like, which one should I focus <laughs> yeah. on? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm, get a war bass out. And yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. Um, or a looper pedal or something. Um, but yeah, so 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 you just start with the, or at least I just start with the records, and then, mm. thankfully, in the age of YouTube, I could go just go online and just find a bunch of live clips from. Oh, and check them out now. Yeah. Yeah. Some cases. Uh, that would really help. Sometimes you can't hear shit, but well, you, you, and you can even, even like just that. like see. Yeah, eventually. You were, um, yeah. yeah, for some of this. Actually, yeah, for most of the stuff, but it didn't start off like you know yeah. right away having that. But but then yeah, then but then getting the stems. I mean that that's obviously the easiest yeah. thing. But I I didn't have the stems right away, and it's a good way to check yourself if you like try to learn the song first. Yeah. And then someone gives you the stems and shows you exactly how it is. You're like, oh. Fuck. It's yeah, way yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, I was like, it's pretty close yeah. to most of the stuff. And once you'd actually like learned the actual notes that you were playing, like what was the process of like trying to memorize that? Um, well, luckily for me... Did you have any scribblings me, on the floor? Le- or? You know, a big part of that, whenever I'm trying to learn a song, it, it just helps if you just know the song. You know, that's, that's the most important thing. Because yeah. even if you get lost and you're playing the, the like not the exact... Phrase or whatever, if you still just know where you, you are know, and what's melody, coming up yeah, next, yeah. you can cue off of something. At least you're going to be in the right key yeah. for Christ's sake, you know. Um, so, so just learning the parts, and whatever. I mean, trying to learn the exact parts, but then also just having the song on in the background, yeah. and then um, just not even playing, but just listen to the song. And if you can imagine yourself playing the part. If you could actually just see it, you could see your hands where they go when. Mm. Using that's the geometry good. of the neck, kind yeah. of. Thing. Yeah, and then yeah. if you can do it without even hearing the song and just play the entire song in your head without having an instrument, yeah, that's when you're like, okay, I got it. Got it. That's <laughs> that's kind of the process for me. Yeah. And how how long did it take until you felt super comfortable playing those songs? Uh, I don't know. Ask me <laughs> about a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt's on tour, by the way, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we just finished sound check. I think. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel cozy, you yeah. know, with with everything now. Um, but there's some parts that I have to like, eh, or especially if it's like a more rigid uh, 
part that's like just really got to be locked in. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like things to be a little loose, you know, sort of intentionally. It's it's no fun to, you know, people go to a show and there just sounds like the record. We're humans and we're gonna make mistakes, or whatever. Yeah. But I, there's a push and pull, you know, and I, yeah. it's 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 very easy to play with Jeff, you know. He's very solid and very like, but he'll. There's a feel there to obviously I'm quite used to it by now. Yeah. So um, can kind of anticipate things and he'll, you know, throughout this, the tour, throughout the course of playing with the band, you know, he starts to like make little tweaks and without. To the feel of it. Yeah, yeah. And without even talking about it, you know, you just. Sometimes I'll start playing things and I'm like, I don't even know why this makes sense, but it does. Oh, because he did that. But you're just not even thinking yeah, about it. We don't really talk about it yeah. that much either. Yeah. It's because you've both been stalking each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yep, he's going to do this. Yeah. When you know. did you start the uh, Beta Machine, which is your original project with um, Jeff? Yeah, we sort of in pockets of free time throughout, in between playing with all these bands, really. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the short story but um, technically speaking I guess when we started playing in Pussifer before we started playing shows we started working on um, just ideas you know Maynard and Matt wanted to reapproach the Pussifer recordings you know, reapproach them uh, for a live setting mm. so uh, you know we were kind of uh, ingesting all the different versions because even by then there was already like you know one full-length record then a remixed record of that a dub version of that record and then maybe a few like some other additional remixes and then an ep that was some of the songs were in the works already so there's a lot of yeah. material, even though it was it was mostly all just the same songs. There's a lot of ways to, <laughs> to play the same stuff. Yeah. And he literally said, he's like, yeah, learn all of it and then forget it. I think, <laughs> you know, but, you know, it was just kind of like that way, kind of going back to what we said earlier. It's like if, if someone throws out a reference, if he goes, oh, it's more like this, this remix. You're like, oh, I know what he, yeah, Turn cool. Put you know, the hard work in, yeah. The chorus like this, but the verse like this other version. You're like, okay, yeah, you just yeah. know what you're yeah. talking about. So... Anyway, leading up to that, Jeff and I kind of locked ourselves away in a rehearsal room and just started coming up with different approaches, um, trying to keep it so that you know the key and the the melodies and stuff would still work, but the drums mm-hmm. and the bass were like quite different, yeah. or or in some cases close, but just a little whatever, or maybe the tones were different, or yeah. more stripped down, or whatever, and. Uh, so we started sending ideas and you know, recording. Jeff just had like a little digital recorder, you know, type thing. Yeah. We started just like put it in the corner of the room, just bass and drums, play, you know, email it. Yeah. And then sometimes they'd be like, no. Or just wouldn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, then there would be one they're like, yeah, more like that. We're like, all right, okay, yeah. cool. But anyway, so we just we just came up with a ton of shit and because and a of lot that of them, process, yeah. yeah, and a lot of it had nothing to even do with the song. It was just like you're just in there playing. You're like, oh, just you fucking around. We're like, oh, that's cool. Hey, what if I play this beat or whatever? You know, we just yeah. play off of each other. And we're like, you just hit record. Who cares? Like, yeah, whatever. And then like next thing you know, we have like a ton of ideas. And then we would kind of filter out. Okay, which ones do we send? Which ones make sense? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we ended up coming up with a lot of stuff that we liked, but we just wasn't really necessarily gonna the be right used. fit for yeah. anything else. Yeah. We didn't know what we were going to do with it. We didn't really envision what was going to happen yeah. uh, any further than that point, you know. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a few months went on, and you know, we just we still had them, you know, had them on our computers or whatever. Just every once in a while, like. This is cool. Like we should, you know, do something. I don't, I don't really remember when there was like that aha moment. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of gradually yeah. happened. Every step was quite gradual, so it took a while before we were like, let's start a band. You know, like <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of bullshit in between where we were just, you know, one uh, just learning how to sort of record ourselves for the first time. Where yeah. it was like, you know, I, I picked up Logic, you know, on my laptop. So started kind of 
that was the first time I had the the means to really tinker yeah. with stuff. So yeah. you're like, ah, all right, like yeah. bass and drums, like cool, but I can put a, an orchestra and whatever, <laughs> yeah. like, a, yeah. or an airplane flying over, like all kinds of weird <laughs> noises. And you just, I just went nuts with it, and and. I think like most people do in this sort of situation where it's just total overkill. Yeah. You know, yeah. tons of reverb on everything, tons of delay, just sounds like Was this the first time shit. you kind of sort of like messed around with production and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. started like just whatever, everything, just kind of tinkering a lot. And um, yeah, it was just slowly going through that. And then I would, yeah. started playing a little guitar and mess around with synths a little bit more. I was going to say, what was the writing process? Obviously, you got all the bass riffs and the drums and yeah, stuff. that was and it. And then you layered all the other stuff on top. Is that yeah, it? yeah. It was just like programming stuff. And we would both come up with ideas and kind of go back and forth. Um, and sometimes to the point of like, you know, I would send him something and he'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> what are you doing? You know, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> All right, well, let's put that one over here. But this other thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty funny to hear some of those ideas now. Like, whoa. But and what some, you do with the project now, then? Yeah. What you do with it? Yeah, well, you just, yeah, so, I mean, we cataloged ideas, and like I said, just kind of started layering things yeah. or whatever. And then um, I think the idea we had originally was to get a bunch of, because we didn't really know how to approach the vocal thing, and we wanted to have a bunch of different people sing, so like sort of like a, almost like Massive Attack or yeah. uh, you know Daft Punk or you know anything like that where it's there's not like a just one singer all the time, yeah. just multiple people or guests or whatever. We wanted to try something like that, um, and then the close you know so we started making like oh it'd be cool to work with these people or whatever. We started putting feelers out, and then we we kind of quickly realized, we're like, this is going to be a huge pain in the ass <laughs> to get all these people. We do the logistics you know, of it. The logistics of the it. The emails, time, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the and just you know co-writing with so many people who have different ideas, and you know, yeah. it's like we we sort of even though I don't think we realized it at the time, we we definitely kind of goes back to the thing like where you're trying to say so you're trying to you make mistakes and you go through things to try to figure out what it is that you don't like yeah, so yeah. eventually you arrive at what you do like yeah. and that was sort of the process of that band um, just kind of weeding through a bunch of ideas and going oh let's try writing like this or let's try doing like eh. and we just kind of instinctively knew that like instinctively knew that we wouldn't it just it would be a pain yeah so you so, went with one, one vocalist so well yeah. so I started um I just went in one day and just kind of just burr, burr, burr. sounded exactly like that. No, <laughs> uh, but you know, mumbling a bunch of stuff yeah. and just kind of just trying to get melodies. Really, that's all yeah. it was. Um, and that was it. Just in a room by myself. I think drinking some whiskey to try to like get the courage to do it. You know, because it's like, oh god, what if someone hears me? Like I'm yeah, so yeah, nervous, yeah. so like shy about the whole thing. And um, and I'd already been singing a little bit. Backups, Doing BVs, yeah. You know, which was, I'm lucky to have. I mean, I would sing in other bands before, and um, eh, maybe it was okay, but but really was learning more when I like from when I started joining, like playing with Ashes Divide. Yeah. You know, uh, actually like took like a proper vocal lesson, sort of in prep for that tour. Mm -hmm. So getting your your vocal exercises and your warm ups and kind of doing that and like putting in the time putting the worry oh yeah oh oh the most obnoxious shit no one ever wants to hear the best is when you have multiple people doing it at the same time but like not the same exercise just You know, and then singing with, you know, singing backups with Billy and um, Adam Monroe, who yeah. played keys in Ash Divide, was an amazing singer. And then with Pussifer, you know, had 
Maynard, obviously, and then also Queen Around, mm -hmm. Juliet Camageri, uh, you know, singing backups for people like that, and just kind of, you know, every once in a while I get a little tap on the shoulder, like, hey, uh, you should try adjusting your mix because you're a little sharp here. I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, cool, like, yeah. you need people to yeah, tell you yeah, stuff yeah. like that because you just don't know. Or, like, I would just go for it and, like, even, even if I knew it sounded bad, I wouldn't know how to correct it or yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know how to work on it. I would just kind of, like, just cross my fingers and hope it yeah, comes yeah, out right. For, yeah. uh, so, so, yeah, so that was the first time I started kind of trying to sing just on my own. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and then and then eventually, you know, got the courage to write some lyrics. To do it, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then Jeff was into. He's like, yeah, it's fine, okay. Showed at some point, I think, uh, out with Pussifer, we showed Matt Mitchell some of our stuff. Uh, wanted to know if he wanted to work with us, and he was into it. Yeah. We were shocked. Really sure, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, cause we really respect Matt, and yeah. working with him with Pussifer was has always been a really cool experience yeah. and get along musically and, you know uh, the right vibe yeah his taste in music and, and stuff and, and we've just kind of grown to trust him yeah you know if he's like I think that's lame or whatever like oh alright I'll probably even if you don't agree right then like when I listen to it tomorrow I'll probably go like oh yeah he's yeah, right yeah. you trust him enough to just yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so so we showed him the stuff and, and he showed interest in producing the thing and then, um, yeah, but then we got into a room one day. You know, I didn't, I didn't really want to rely just on myself for the vocal duties. Yeah. Uh, so we already knew uh, Claire Acey, who had yeah. sung with, uh, in a band called The Nightmare and the Cat. She also sang uh, with Crean Around. And we knew her from that. So, yeah. you know, we're like, her fucking and voice is amazing. Yeah. yeah, we're like, let's, let's, I wonder what her voice sounds like yeah. with this. We're like, instantly, we're like, yeah. Cool. And you guys usually right. sing an octave where you do different parts, don't you? But yeah, yeah, it's kind of there's a there's never like a there's never a uh, direct. I mean, for, I mean that's how Jeff and I approach the th the band and, and the songs. We both write the stuff, but it doesn't matter who's playing or singing what or yeah. who came up with what or you just take the fucking shit, throw it out the window. Yeah. Just try to make a, the best song you can yeah. make, and. Uh, that's it. You know. Yeah, but it sounds wicked. My, my other video, but not you, Dan, not you, Dan. I like Gav, actually, we were listening to them this morning in preparation. We were getting into the spirit oh, of it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We had it on. We had it on. Um, so I've got to mention gear because otherwise yeah, I'll, get, yeah. you know, I'll be in trouble by all you guys. You, you're still rocking the P bass. You rocked that P bass for yeah. a long time, Black P bass, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, there have they're, been different iterations of them, but. Um, Has it always been the P bass? No. Um, Did you ever have, you know, a Warwick streamer? <laughs> I have something very similar to that. Yeah, actually. I do, yeah. Yeah, the Adam Clayton bass. Oh, right, wicked. Yeah, it's wicked. Fucking awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 like, I like a lot of different basses. Yeah. Um, got into the, actually, because I, I showed up with a bass for the, uh, for the Ashes Divide audition. It was a five string. And, you know, I wasn't even using all five. It was just the nicest bass I had. It, yeah. It's a great bass. Um, but, it, but I, you know, I just didn't have time, or, nor could I afford to just run out and, like, oh, let me just buy another bass or yeah. borrow the... And I, and I kind of knew that P bass was the thing, because it's like you look at any clips, you know, Paws, Jordy, they're always playing a P bass yeah. uh, in a perfect circle. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so we played through the songs a couple of times and then Billy was like try this really yeah, <laughs> yeah. on the actual uh, audition yeah, yeah. it was this subtle because he just had it there and it was his subtle yeah. way of going like eh, looks like he got the parts but that's not really the hey, let's try oh, this the <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and he has a clear idea of, of the sound of you know the live sound at least uh, and no, yeah knowing what, what it's going to yeah, push out live exactly yeah. it's like you know how it sits in the mix you know how you know. yeah so, uh, so yeah, that was really that was really my first time like full on playing like touring with yeah. P bass, uh, and it just kind of carried over since. Oh, you just, just kept it since yeah, then. It's yeah. Just felt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, How long have you had that black P bass for? Which one? The one with the the PJ one. With Actually, the, with I have two have you like two? that. Yeah. yeah, one is the Elite 
um, like a like a newer one. It's like yeah. only a couple years old. And then the one, so that that one I've have had probably since like 2016 or yeah. something, something like that. Maybe 2015, 2016. The other one uh, that I was playing with Eagles of Death Metal, yeah. uh, I still have, uh, but I'm using it right now as like my backup bass. Right. I've had that one for, I don't know, maybe 10 years or something. Yeah, I think that, yeah, in my man of mixture. Has that got the J-Bass pickup on as they well? They both have the they same both, pickup they? configuration. Yeah. And yeah. do you use the J-Bass pickup? I use, it's all right in the middle. It's, so it's flat, active, so you're using, yeah, both pickups on full. Active, but yeah, all, yeah. like every, yeah, it's like the 50-50 blend of everything. Yeah. And where are you going into? Is it the Mesa Boogie? Yep, uh, Mesa Boogie 400 plus. 400 plus, yeah. Fucking thing. Loud. Amazing. <laughs> it sounds so good. There's a yeah. certain chiminess to them, especially for like if you're playing aggressive stuff, yeah. especially when you like. The valves and that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you dig in, there's a little bit of overdrive, and then yeah. kick on a fuzz, and it just really opens up nice. Yeah, it just yeah. gets what really What pedals rowdy. have you got? Um, for, for a perfect circle, uh, we're all on fractals. The fractal, the fractal audio, uh, audio yeah. axe effects. Yeah. Uh, so it's all it's all that. Um, it's all the, in the box, pedal yeah. boards are RJM Mastermind. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's all you know. There's just just MIDI controller with the expression pedal. Does that get in, in the way of the EQ? I've often wondered. Do you, do you just sort of like? Is there any EQ in the fractal audio at all, or is oh, it yeah. just? Yeah. Effects? Yeah. It's it's a mixture of everything. You yeah. know, Really. And. Uh, uh, Stuart, uh, our front of house engineer, he's using a blend of all of the, you know, all DI, of it, yeah. all the, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's like his perfect, you know, because that way he can really, you know, depending on the song or the part or the venue, sometimes like, especially with like delays and reverbs, yeah, you know, that's like, that's like a thing you got to be careful with, like, it might sound great on stage or in your ears or whatever, like but it's like, yeah, if you're in a big, the... hollow sort of room, yeah. um, it's just it's too much or like a big yeah. arena it's like there's gonna be re there's reverb yeah. already yeah, on yeah, anything yeah. you yeah. do uh on stage so yeah uh so yeah but yeah yeah of course yeah definitely what, yeah what kind of effects do you use in, um in the box? man a lot of shit um definitely a lot of overdrive fuzz stuff um definitely some songs that are heavily uh delay reliant um, like that song Blue, yeah. you know, there's there's like a delay on the whole song, you know. Yeah. Um, some wah stuff, some filter wah sweeps on a few songs, some flange. That's just some, quite a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, that's what's fun Do you fun ever about... have a dry signal? Do you ever have a dry oh, yeah, yeah, signal? Yeah, you do, yeah. I mean, it's more dry than yeah. Yeah, most of the time, you know, that's certainly... Like a song, like say the hollow or something. Right, okay, there's yeah, there's yeah. no effects. It's on that. just based on yeah. yeah. Uh, but like rose, uh, there's like this sort of octave fuzz. Yeah. That uh, actually was quite hard to get to replicate something from the record. You know, just the whole time I'm playing this band, it's one I'm like I'm always like tweaking just a little bit. Actually, where it's at now, like in the last year or so, or not even year, like the last couple tours. So like the last few months. Yeah feel you know there's always there's just certain songs where you like the certain effects you can't get just, bang uh, yeah it's hard to yeah. which is fine it's like things don't have I actually prefer it when things sound different live yeah. you know it's gonna sound different anyway but and were you were you told was it sort of like hey here's the fractal audio thing go learn how to use it this is what you're gonna use or was yeah. that your choice well it was just it was just it just made sense well, well always with um, it was never a pedals band I mean, since I've been playing with yeah. Ashes or a Perfect Circle, um, with Ashes Divide, that's when Billy started using the Fractal. Um, but I was on uh, Lexicon, yeah. uh, but like another multi-effects unit, yeah. you know. Um, otherwise, you'd just have like 50 pedals. I mean, yeah. it would just be too hard to kind of replicate. Too many things to break. Too many pedals, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> too many wires are gonna fucking yeah. unplug. There's no bass signal. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like with Pussifer, it's, it's, a, it's a MIDI controller, but the, there's pedals like in, you know, off stage, just yeah. in a rack. Yeah. Uh, and that's really fun too. But you only have so much control, you Over know. It, yeah. It's like, you dial the set in, the settings in, 
at soundcheck every day and you have your little notes but like you know at noon or straight up for some reason that day it just doesn't quite sound the same so you gotta fuck with it and yeah kind of dial in but like sometimes during the show you're like ah oh, fuck i want to sound too right. late yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, what yeah. am i gonna do yeah um but well, i guess that goes for any show though right? yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. with pedals <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah, show yeah, you don't yeah. want to that that's part of it too it's it's a bit of um it's less stressful to have that. It's less things that could go wrong. Like you said, pedals that can break. Yeah. But I also really like pedals. I love pedals. I'm a total fucking hoarder. Oh, are you, are you a hoarder? When it comes to pedals, yeah. Pedal whore. <laughs> yeah. Pedal whore, pedal hoarder. Yeah. Uh, equally, yeah. So, like with Eagles Death Metal, it was more, I mean, I just had like a small little pedal board, but, you mm. know, just like a fuzz overdrive and sort of like a filter fuzz. And... I think that was it. I've got like pedal guilt. Maybe too fuzz. I've got pedal guilt, just like yeah. Every time I think mean? about pedals, because I'm I'm the same. I'm like a pedal horse, so I've yeah, got yeah. like all of these pedals. You mean you have guilt for having too many? Yeah, because they're not fulfilling their destiny. <laughs> they're sitting on a shelf. Right? You're right, I know. Like, I look at them I'm like a little tear. I'm I like, I know. That's how I feel. I mean, using you know, I love using the the fractal and stuff like that, but it's uh, um, it's just there's something fun about just having the, the yeah. dials and every pedal react i mean you could have a million fuzz pedals but they're all going to sound different yeah, yeah. you know and you know and uh i don't know i the same i, I finally <laughs> had all these pedals just thrown into the closet and there's like i want to use this one I'm like oh fuck i gotta move 20 things like i finally got my shit organized yeah. where it's like it's all like in a dresser drawer Okay, this is the fuzz drawer. This is the delay. Oh, really? Like, oh, that's nice. Mine are all over the place. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. I found one in it's my still life. A mess, my, my kids drove the other day. So I said, this is serious. <laughs> my boy's called Story. I said, Story, why have you got this pedal in your drawer? And he's it like, looks cool. I was playing with it. Yeah. <laughs> was like, Do you know what it is? He was like, no. We couldn't find a baseball, so we thought we would. <laughs> yeah. Matt, where do people find you? Before I let you go, yeah, where um, did they find on, you? On the things, on yeah, the, on the things, things, on the on the internet. I'm on all the things. On the webs. I'm on the webs. I'm on the yeah, whatevers. Yeah. Do you yeah, go on Instagram? Um, I, I yeah, yeah. Do you Insta- go on Facebook? Yep. Is it all under your name? Yes. Yeah, Matt McJunkins. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the, it's either I'll either be creeping on that or creeping on the beta machine. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, obviously, you know the bands you play for as well. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll put a link underneath, on, obviously you're watching this on the page, we'll put a link to all the bits underneath. Is it right here? It's right here. Like, Matt, cheers mate. You're a star. Pleasure Thank you so to much. You, man. All right. Thanks for watching guys, take it easy. Thanks for having me. I'm out! Boom, done.